to all my enemies, to all my friends, to all the strangers I haven't met yet. Give me a call here at the studio, 206-666-5847. I invite you to tell your story. And remember, you feel better when you share love and you get the love back. So chill the fuck out, get baked, and listen to Adam RMD, GED, Underground Cartoon Fucking Therapy. Fucking dick. From the 17th to the 19th century, there emerged from folklore a strange and disturbing tradition, the profession of a sin eater. After death, the family of the deceased would employ the local sin eater to come and sit in front of the corpse. Bread was placed on the body to absorb the dead person's sins. This was then consumed by the sin eater, thus absorbing the sins of the deceased and easing their path to eternal salvation and preventing the most sinful from returning from the dead as ghosts or other paranormal entities. The sins the deceased had accumulated during their life would then become the sins of the sin eater, weighing his own soul down with the misdeeds of the numerous men and women he served. While eating, the sin eater would recite a special prayer, I give easement and rest now to thee, dear man. Come not down the lanes or in our meadows, and for thy peace I pawn my own soul. Amen. The reward for this high spiritual price was a few pence and a meal, small enough that usually only the poorest people, the homeless, drunks or beggars, desperate for a meal and some coin, took on the burden. Sin eaters were also treated as pariahs by the communities they served, deemed to become a bit more evil every time they took on the sins of another. The act of sneaking itself was seen as a work of dark magic, witchcraft, or the devil. To be in the company of a sin eater outside of the ritual itself was considered bad luck. The church had a very dim view of sin eaters, as the clergy believed it had a monopoly on performing rituals of absolution. Thus sin-eating was outlawed and punishable by death. Those who employed sin-eaters had to do so in a cloud of secrecy, lest they be accused of heresy, blasphemy, or satanic worship. The origins of this belief come from Jesus' own sacrifice on the cross for all humanity's sins, and from custom where nobles before a funeral give food to the poor in exchange for prayers. The last sin-eater, Richard Munslow, died in 1906. His gravestone, having fallen into disrepair, was restored in 2010 after a campaign which raised a thousand pounds, with a special service led by the Reverend Norman Morris, vicar of Rattling Hope in St Margaret's Church. To remember the sin-eaters, their sacrifice, their burden, I raise a drink to you, sin-eater. Godspeed. Hey, hey, you're here. One of the more mysterious and darker episodes. On one end, it sounds like a couple guys talking shit. <laughs> it's a little bit more than that. I welcome to the show the Sin Eater. But be careful how you say Sin Eater to him. He may think you're calling him Senorita. That's in his own head. Otherwise, 
I've been waiting a while to get this motherfucker on. <sighs> the Sin Eater, huh? You heard the little biography about it. <laughs> this guy tried to eat my sins. I do have some fucking demon motherfuckers around me. I don't need his a fucking rocket science fucking applicated brain to fucking tell me that shit, but uh... <laughs> He's gonna join us tonight and tell us a, and just talk to us and uh, tell us the history about the Sin Eater. You know... <laughs> he is pagan, I guess. The Sin Eaters would be considered pagan. But, you know, their whole thing was to take the sins away from the person. This guy thinks, you know, he'll just go and eat your sin. I don't know how he found out he was descended. But it, we'll talk to C2 here. And he's going to talk a little bit about the Sin Eaters and his knowledge about it. But the guy's a good guy. Met him like a lot of fucking weird, magical, tragical character studies out on the street. America harbors fucking freaks from all over the fucking place. There he is, asking me if I'm going to use some music that he sent me. I was like, eh, I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> it is my show. Plus, I wanted him to send me some music that he still is not sending me, but I do like Storm, and this is a good band. Well, welcome to the Sin Eater episode. I'm baked on Indica, but I'm about to fucking switch it back up to some Sativa Hybrid, I think. I've had to balance it out a little. Well, <laughs> this is my last week at the Morticians. I'm done here. What was the part I just cut out? I don't know. <laughs> I'll never tell you. Anyway, let's give some homage to the scene here and get this motherfucker going. What's up, Sin Eater? What up? <laughs> Not much, man. How you doing? I'm fucking depressed. Fucking pissed off. <laughs> Why? What happened? Uh, you know, details aren't important. There's facts of life. I didn't hear back from you the other day, but I didn't hold it against you. I was like, whatever. So... Yeah, I ended up getting caught into work that night. I figured something happened. I, you know, I'm not angry anymore. I got what I wanted to say out last time. I really did. So that's good. Yeah, I'm cool, man. We're just human, dude. With maybe special abilities, but we're still human. You know. 
Yeah, I'm like kind of wish I didn't have no special abilities anymore. Why you don't think you do anymore? No, I know I do. I'm just like, why can't I ever have the chance to be human? I mean, I have to take on something all the time. It's always something. There's always something. Yeah, there always is something, right? Like I like even when I try out, like there's not many people I can explain it to. Like I take on a lot. Like I get no love for it. Yeah, that's kind of the thing about the hero, right? You're kind of a hero in a way. You go after and protect children. That's kind of a heroic thing to me. Not kind of. It is heroic. And I think when you are a hero and you and you take that stance, then your life is about sacrifice. And a lot of times that's part of the sacrifice is not getting that love that you need, that you deserve or need because you're doing that thing that not everybody after this vessel is gone like I'm like, you know, I'll have, like, at least a moment of peace. I don't think so. Not here. Not in this life. You won't. But that's because you chose the right path. Ironically. <laughs> People who fucking usually choose the wrong path, bro, they rest pretty well at night, I noticed. Can't stop thinking about everything that's wrong. It's okay. That's good. Just focus on putting it in an order. That's that's what I would say. And which battles you really want to focus on. Yeah. Pretty simple shit. You can't do everything. You can't battle everything. But you're right. You got to pick yeah. your battles. <laughs> I do. That's true. It is I'm true. I'm going to do a dance. Huh? Like, I'm going to do a dance here soon. Yeah. I'm build energy. Like, I'm, I'm exhausted. Maybe you should be eating the sin out of people so you can That's refuel. I'm going to do a dance here soon. And I already have a roster that's going to do a rain dance with me. Like, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to wash it away. But like, then there's so much, there's so much evil going on around me. that like, you know, I can't walk down the street without seeing it. Like, it's like they try to hide it, like with their fake smiles and their, their, happy and go-to attitude, but, but, like, at the end of the night, like, two, two o'clock in the morning, I see everybody's true, true character, I see, I see, uh, like, the majority of the people that I'm surrounded by are inhabited, like, they're inhabited by, like, their ancestors' faults, they're inhabited by their ancestors' fears, they're inhabited by their desire for money, like, 
there's just man, and it's not like it's just one one spirit. It's just many spirits. Yeah, it's one spirit, and he calls and he says, "I am many." Legion, Legion, yeah. And I hear it all the time. When I when I speak to people without speaking to them, like I like they don't speak back to me. Like uh, something else speak back to me with a very like cinnamon voice with like a, a baritone man's like growl kind of behind it. Huh. That's an interesting description. Well, that's what I hear. Huh. I feel like I'm going nuts, man. Like, no, no, I'm not because I I chose the path that I chose. Yeah, you're okay. I'll verify your sanity. You're fine. Whatever. Not even close to fucking being cashed. Great. You know, you're not, dude. Don't worry about it. You're just recharging, and you're just retransitioning, and you're allowed to fucking do that. That's all it is. You just you're making a new fucking costume for your fucking shit. You're building in, you're growing and evolving into a new level of what you have already done. You're just refining it. Yes. I think we should do a podcast about our demon talk. Well, let's talk about it right now. You want to? Yeah, let's do it. I ain't got shit else to do. Alright, hold on. Okay, cool. We're going already. It's uh we're good. What's up, yeah. Sin Eater? How you doing? You know, I'm 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 tired as fuck, bro. Because, <laughs> like, you know, like humans have like a long line of sins following them that have nothing to do with them but they still inhabit the energy of it. Now, just for the uh, the person who uh, doesn't know, can you give them a definition of what it is a sin eater is, and like where you, what the background is on it? Okay, um, I'll give you the description of who I am. I don't yeah. know how to give you like a Webster's definition of anything when it comes to something like that because Sinead is an ancient, ancient culture and they don't just come from one culture, one race. They, they come from a, a line of like people who are connected with the angels who are here on earth. Because we want to protect the human race. We believe in the human race. We are against Lucifer. We speak against Lucifer as often as we can. We don't do it in churches because churches are usually full of liars and hypocrites. Yeah, no shit. But, but we do, and like uh, what I do, I've only met three. What we do is we, we get in touch with you Mainly, like, while you're sleeping, we see where you're going when you dream. We dream your dreams. We walk with you. You don't see us. But we see the spirits following you. We see the dead following you. We see your ancestors and their sins. And it happens so fast that sometimes it's hard to take in all at once. But we're here to take on your pain. Take on... Every emotion that you can feel from the sins of your forefathers 
So you may do something on your own without like the influence of the of history of your bloodline. Huh. We believe in the humans. We are here to help humans survive. And go beyond surviving. We're here so that you can be joyous. You can forget all of those sins because forgiveness is real. It is. Forgiveness isn't something that can be guaranteed you by a man that somebody preached about behind a locked door with a cross hanging behind him. Forgiveness is something you can do for yourself. Yeah. Well, I am here to show you that, like, the majority of your pain doesn't even belong to you. And I will take it upon myself to grab a hold of that pain and carry it with me wherever I walk. To a lot of people out there, they've never heard of this thing, you know. I had been around for a minute, and uh, even my mom hasn't ran into one in all of the things that she's done as well. Um, now my co-host C2, uh, she knows about Sin Eaters and was, uh, describing them kind of the way you just did. She's not one, but, uh, she does have relation somehow to them and I just thought that was interesting, but I've been trying to get you on the show for a while and I'm glad that you were, uh, able to join us tonight, dude. That's fucking awesome. I appreciate it. And I care about you. I've been, uh, I've been trying to, you know, because I feel like me and you both, when we, like, both comprehend what each other says, like, that we, like, truly are, like, on a path of doing good in this world. You know, we're not here to take or to mistake either. We're here to give people what they deserve and people will get what they deserve when we're around I thought it was interesting how we both made the same fucking enemies basically in the same place in Georgetown (laughs) (laughs) we both we both made the same enemies in motherfuckers huh that was interesting right well they they weren't even to me to be considered enemies what are they annoyances just like, yeah, like a mosquito or a fly or something. I figured that would be what you would refer to them as if if not. I just say enemies because it's that common thing where... Oh, they think they can have an effect on what our lives could have been in Georgetown, but what they don't realize is that there's a whole world out there. I mean, it's not just Georgetown. There's- Georgetown is weird, right? I'm going to do an episode about the fucked up stories about that fucking little... Idiot Peter, <laughs> that you fucking bitch slap like it, the little bitch that he is. That was fucking awesome. I just like he tried to close the door on me, and I didn't let him close the door. I shut the door open, and he fell down. And I thought he considers a bitch slap, whatever. <laughs> I wasn't there, I guess, but uh, 
whatever, whatever happened, you know, he he had it coming. I know that. So what? Exactly what happened, dude. I found a drawing on the side of the road. Oh yeah. Of a beautiful woman. I'm walking down the street with it. Stop to say hi to him. He sees it in my hand. And he just tries to like snatch it out of my hand. And I'm like, wait a minute, dude. No, dude. Like, wait a minute. I found this in the gutter. Like, what do you mean it's curious? Like, you're like, what, you want me to go get you your knife that you made and give it back to you? I'm like, well, yeah, I guess. I'm just going to give it away anyway. Like, because I had already given that drawing away. to see was going to take it and put it in the frame and hang it up in his house. Yeah. It was a good time, but that dude was, like, claiming it. But, like, you know, it could have been his. But his uh, aggression, I didn't appreciate his aggression. And yeah, he was a pretty... He did some fucked up things to me, and I'm in the middle of my own shit. Well, he found out real shit. quick that I, ain't that I ain't that guy. I ain't, I ain't that guy. Just because I live in a tent, motherfucker, you like... Yeah. You know, oh, God. He was definitely a little entitlement bitch, for sure. Mommy and daddy fucking issues reeking out of the ass. I don't ever fucking... It's like one thing to have fucked up parents and to fucking deal with it. It's another thing to think you can get away with whatever you want because your mommy and daddy is ex-variative. I can't stand that shit. Fucking entitlement, motherfuckers. And then what was up with that other fucking cunt, Jolene? She's like a sore on the fucking... She's kind of a representation of a specific amount of people who just fucking suck in the world, right? Pretty much, man, like, cause like, like, you know, years before when I'd been in Georgetown, I worked with her at Two Tarts Cafe, and, um, I don't know, I was always trying to be really nice to her, and she was always, like, really mean to me, and so, like, finally I just snapped, I was like, listen, bitch, you're gonna stop treating me like shit, I work with you, I sweep the floors that you fucking drop all your shit on. Like, fucking, you know, I'm not a disrespectful fucking cunt. And you're not going to be a disrespectful cunt to me. Yeah, you know, yeah. You got tattoos on your face. You know, you talk about hopping freight trains. I mean, like... It, you Please, know, dude. Not, like, I don't say I act off freight core. I, I get freight core. No, 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 nobody know I'm doing it. I don't need everybody to know I'm a fucking freight hopper. Like, fucking, or hitchhike. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I'm trying to survive in this motherfucking world. You know, like, you want to act like you're all fucking high and mighty with the tattoos on your face, bitch. Oh, my God. That shit's so fucking old. You don't know where I've been, and you don't know who I know. And that's why you just stay in one place. You, you're you still here 10 years later. You claim to be a freight hopper, but, like, 10 years later, I come back in the town. You're still here living in the same apartment, working on the same street. So, okay, so you're a local. That's fucking cool. I'm a traveler, but that doesn't mean you're all fucking high and mighty. And you got anything over me, man, because I tell you what, I won't even fucking take upon your sins. You don't even know who the fuck I am, like, and what I have done in this world, like, you know? Like, She's a I pathetic know. narc bitch. Whatever. She's a fucking little narc. It's a fucking ad... You know, Dad, how fucking stupid she is already. And I'll make sure she gets a copy of this. For sure. <laughs> Good. Oh, yeah. Oh, I will. I will make sure. I will make sure. 
I'll make sure. Uh, you know, like when she was working at two carts, man, like she acted all high and mighty, but she just took advantage of homeboy. Like fucking, you know what I mean? Like we're just getting him for whatever money she could get him for. Oh, yeah. Well, that's how they, she rolls, man. You know? Yeah, well, you know what I do? Like, I tell you what, I got nothing for her. I got nothing for her at the gates. I don't even leave a word behind at the gates. I won't. There's and no need. You may not know that in this physical realm, but this this physical realm is only the physical realm. You know what I mean? And you got what you got while you got it here, but you can't take most of the shit that you get here with you when you go to the next round. And trust me, I will see you there, and I ain't going <laughs> <laughs> I think about guys like me and you and that the things that we get to do here you know we're kind of uh, these specific characters that would administrate punishment onto the fucking motherfuckers in the underworld I thought about about before and the kind of punishment I would like to take on in repetition since I am a cartoonist and repetition is definitely part of my fucking forte so, you know, repetition and punishment sounds delightful at this point. <laughs> you know, I feel, I can feel pretty good about that. I, I, love, I, I just leave them stuck with their own regrets. I wouldn't, I wouldn't administer anything. I'd let them do it to themselves. That is not my duty. I wouldn't mind doing it, though, myself, I'll tell you. <laughs> I wouldn't mind myself. I'd love to fucking see some... Uh, I'd like to see it for a while until the age passed and then I'd be like, I want to go home. And then that would be the end of it, you know. I, you don't punish forever, but you do punish until it's fucking understood. You know? And I... Again, I, I, I feel... I still disagree. I think I've just let them punish themselves. It doesn't work. Their own memories. It doesn't memories. work. Their, their, own, their own regrets. Yes, it does work. In the afterworld, not here. They can coast through this world and never fucking have to fucking see a thing. If you think about it, the, the most that that would be is like 127 years. Like, is the oldest that we have documented so far in our history that we've been documenting history. So, like, let them live 127 years at the most. 
and let them fucking just fill their life with a great, like have so many regrets. And then when it when it is the end of the time when the consciousness becomes one with everything else around them, like then they will see like where they failed, and then they're gonna have to come back and fix it. They gotta come back and fix it. But there's not always gonna be this round for them to come back and fix it. They have like the opportunity now for maybe I would say like you know a thousand more centuries. It's a long time. Yeah, it's not that long if you really think about it. I guess not. Not in astral physics, huh? No, no, actually, no, it's nothing, man. Hmm. It's nothing. Well, I hope you're right, man. But I guess for certain people like me who are, they they haven't just they just haven't gotten justice in the way that they they need it. You know what I mean? Revenge, revenge. All right. So, see, there's a difference between justice and revenge. You understand what I'm saying? Kind of. <laughs> no, I do. I think I do, but maybe I don't. You know, maybe we got two different definitions of that. Justice is something. Justice is something that someone deserves. Revenge. Is like revenge is something. Say, say for example, someone is in war and they accidentally shoot your mom, and because she was standing there. But the war had nothing to do with your mom or you or anyone that was there. Really, the war was like all like political and. After the war happens, you know, and there's all these casualties. But it still had nothing to do with the individuals that were involved with the war. You know what I mean? They're, they're, they're usually behind war. It's usually all politics and words and money. And because of that, there was a casualty. That creates regret had nothing to do with the individual who shot the person who got shot. It was just a casualty of war. And that is what we were doing as humans. We were fighting each other over the same things that we all want. And pretty much everything that we want was a gift. I don't even know why we fight for it. Everything is here that we needed. We just want to get places faster. We're fucking instant, instant gratification. We want what we want when we want it. And a lot of times we'll do what we got to do to get it. I but guess we can. Forgiveness is something that, like, I don't believe humans understood, even with Jesus' message. Even though I don't believe, like, you know, because that man said he was the son of God. He said he was the son of man. Like, who who is he? he I, I believe he's the son of man. He really is. But he's also the son of God. I get that also, like, to a sense. That man, like, rebelled against all the Pharisees. Like, he, he, he walked around everywhere and spoke his word and other people heard his word and it was spoken by other people 
And now it's like misused in churches now. Like they put it in red letters. Like that's the only word, man. That that was just those words were only to help us evolve and to, to so that we can intelligently, spiritually rebel against any anything that is going to fucking put us behind a wall. You know what I mean? Like, humans, like, are always trying to fence each other in. You know what I mean? Like, that, like we're cattle. Mm-hmm. Think about it. Every every human is surrounded by, like, some sort of fence or some sort of fucking building, which basically become a brick wall. Like, you know what I mean? Highways, like, we're fenced the fuck in. We can't go out and fucking do anything on our own anymore. We can't go out and just start growing food somewhere because there's nobody there. You know? Yeah. The money, the numbers is taking over. Black magic, huh? Yeah, absolutely. Numbers. Numbers. Black magic is science. The way that the, I was reading today about emojis. Can, I, can, can you can you just like hold, hold hold that in your head for a moment? What? Just think about that for a moment. Black magic is science. Oh yeah. Can you just like just hold that there for a moment? <laughs> think about that. Okay. Hold that there. It's it's being and held. Know that it's true. I hear it. Because magic comes from the from another realm, ancient, that only teach some people certain languages to speak what is to be. You can speak to be something here in this world, but we pay so much attention to numbers and science that we forgot where we come from. Well, that's that's definitely a, a, a perspective for sure. I know. <laughs> you probably don't believe in elves, huh? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I just, I mean, you know. Wait, you never met an elf before? And oh yeah, I'm pretty sure I have met met some elven and some gnomons and some uh, dwarfkins and a, a midget. Never met a druid. A druid? Yes. I have. Have you really? I have. Don't lie to me. Don't God damn it, Sin Eater. Looking right through me. No, I have. But according to them, you know, who knows? Maybe they're fucking lying, you know? I don't know. But I have, yeah. Long time ago in a Boulder, Colorado. Why? Talk to me. What you got? Tell me some druid shit. Which means? We're brothers of the same tribe. Yeah? I know what you're saying. I will cut you to help you ascend. 
Right on. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, in this world, man, like everybody thinks I'm fucking nuts, but I'm not. I know what I know, and there's nothing I can do to take back what I know. Like I, I, I wish I could live the simple life of just work, make money, fucking. Live in an apartment, pay for my food, go on dates, like fucking, but I can't, I like that, that is not my life, like I, I didn't even realize that I took upon other people's demons until like, I saw one eye to eye. You know what I did? I just took a limited mission, man. Because uh, I want to live my whole life in missionary stance. You know what I mean? I want to stand on guard. There's a difference. There's a difference in being on guard and taking a mission. I'm not a reserve, I'm a, I'm a constantly go at it. I'm a constantly, I will fight the demons in you. I will take upon them. I'll, 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 I'll do dances and chants that you won't ever even see me doing. And I will bring the demon to me, and I will argue, and, I, and usually I can all talk to demons. It's, it's my thing. The gift of gab, that's a demon's gift, I know, but I'm, I'm half-blood. You don't even know who the fuck I am. But Many... the fact that you're interested in. Yeah, you're my friend. For sure, man. You know? in the corner outside. <laughs> Do as thou wilt. I've heard that one too. Oh yeah, all these spiders and ants. <laughs> watch them off the wall. Well, it is. Dude, there's, like, there's like fucking cow ants out here, bro. Cow ants? You don't know what a cow ant is? The fuck's that? You don't know what, They make like uh. huge mounds. Oh shit. oh shit! Are you in trouble? No. Run! No, no I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh shit! Huh? Hello. I don't believe I've said hi to you before. I'm good. My name's Troy. I'm a sin eater. Okay. I'm gonna suck the sins out of your fucking soul. I'm going to eat them as hors d'oeuvres. Well, you know, when I took you to that room, when you were sitting in my tent, you saw all your demons standing around you. I know you did. You may not have saw it, but I saw I went with you. I died. Um, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. I just took you to the other realm for a second. <laughs> just for, like, to you, it may have seemed like fucking... Couple of days or something. I, I, I mean, I don't know. I, like uh, to me, it was only. I was. I was still. In, I was in both realms at the same time. So I walked with you, and I saw you have a lot of demons around you. Mm. And it's because they, they like. Uh, the, 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 I, you can call it the devil. You can call it Lucifer. You can call it Satan. You can call it evil. You can call it black. Uh, call it whatever you want. It's all the same thing. Yeah. But it wants you. 
They don't want you because you can draw people to the other side. I can get people to go into the light. Yeah, yes you can, and that's why I want you so bad. Yep, a lot of a lot of motherfuckers do. But I only work for one man, and no one can beat him. You know. That's not true. Oh, it is. I know what the I know the residue you're talking about. I know that's what they call it in the nursery keepers. I have seen it. We will overcome all this, and we will help others do it also. Oh, yeah. Without me even knowing. And that, that's, you know, that's what I think sucks the most, man, is, like, when I, like, put my spirit out there and, the, and, like, no one else knows about it. Like, and so I'll never get no love for it until I'm dead. But sometimes, man, I get, like, stuck in this human world where, like, I, I, I would appreciate, like, or really like some, like, some appreciation or some love. But, I, you know, it, that, that's not my purpose in life. And I, I chose this life. There's nothing I can do about it. I hear you. I chose, I chose to come here to fight. Well, I guess some people say that we choose this shit before we even get here, you know? And then we don't necessarily remember it, but that's what happened. No, I remember it. I remember it. I chose. I don't necessarily remember choosing, but... I've been knowing that since I was, like, seven years old. I chose to come Once I started doing wrong, knowing I was doing wrong, I know I chose to come I guess that happens to a lot of good guys. Evil with evil, though. Huh? Sometimes you have to fight evil with evil. Yeah, I know. Believe me, it's not the funnest thing to do. But I'll tell you, I won't do it without God telling me to do it. Unless the Creator tells me to do it, I will never do it. Well, you're an airbender. And so far, I've been pretty on the money. He's been pretty against the same shit that you and I are, for what I've seen, over a 17-year friendship with the creator of all. You know? Pretty much mad at the same shit. <clears throat> you know? That's... Just, you know, like, I, you know, like what, what is, like, it just means, like, I didn't realize who I was. Well, I mean, I realized that I... I speak the pie and I'm usually hurting. But I didn't realize that I actually do have a purpose. Yeah, you do. I'm here for, like, and, like, once I started taking on other people's, like, demons, like, I didn't know I could do that until I accidentally did it. The first time was in Santa Cruz, California. Sitting in the house with a... A guy named Sebastian and a lady named Madra, this French girl. She's an older lady. And, um, she had nothing but contempt and fucking horrible memories. 
and I could see them all at once. Everything happened all at once within like 30 seconds of a lifetime. I grabbed a hold of her and I just like hugged her and I cried like until like, all right, so while I'm holding her, she's like me talking about like, man, just eat my pussy, just eat my pussy, just fucking, yeah, you know you want to fuck me, you know you fucked that girl while you were fucking that, she like called out all my secrets, like, you know, like, you know, I'm talking about this time that I cheated on a girl and I'd never done that before, but I, I had, I did it and she was able to, she, she, the spirit within her knew. And um, I just held on there, and until I started crying, when I started crying, my teardrop dropped on her cheeks, like, didn't calm down to them, with my teardrops, like, rolled down there, and, like, they were at the bottom of her chin, and I caught them, and I drank them, or licked them out of my hand, basically drank them, and then... And that's when I've, ever since then, I've been asking the name of the demon and it inhabits all these people. And he says, I am many. Constantly. I hear, I hear, I am many. Like, so many people say, I am many without even, like, you know, they're, like, speaking. They just say, I am many because I ask it in my head. And then person will just say, I am many, and look me right in the eyes, and their eyes change colors to, like, almost like a goat's, like a square pupil, yellow around it, and then the rest black, and then it flashes right back to the reality that humans have to themselves. Happens to me all the time, dude. People think I'm crazy, like I, like I said, man. It just I'm sounds, crazy. it is deep, I believe you. I don't think you sound crazy, I, I just, it's deep, you know? It's deep. You're one of the only people I can tell that to, really. Like, you know, and I'm, so I'm glad you're my friend, man. I'm glad you're mine, too. And I'm friends to everybody who's got a fucking story like this, who's being haunted by these things in the world that are just unexplainable to most people, man, and it's not my fucking place to be like, dude, I doubt that's fucking serious, or, there's just so much going on that we just don't know, guys, you know. I know, we we don't fucking really, like, we're so used to, like, watching, like, baseball games, football games, going and spending money, making money, like, paying for whatever wrestle we got over our head, that we don't really pay attention to what's really going on in the world, like, we don't, like, you know, and I, I I believe that like every human could see everything that we, like me and you, see. I believe it. But it, they just don't look. They don't want to see it. And like, and I understand because you know, like once you're comfortable, you don't really want to learn anything else. You're you're gonna live in a cycle that repeats itself, and it just like, it just works. And I get that. And that, but that's how the world ensnares you. You know, the world, the world of man has ensnared you. Just to reflect on that, on that right there, what you said just now about that, you know, that's what, that's where my anger comes in because I, 
I disagree with you right there in the aspect that it's not okay that to not look at you you should have to look at it and you know what uh, you well you can't, you can't blame the children that are raised I'm not age. I'm not talking about kids I'm talking about adults our age okay let's be specific and also I'm talking about the responsibility that people our age should have maturely over protecting things so people like you and I don't get put in a position to have to play hero protecting kids to begin with you know what I mean like that shouldn't fucking happen so that's why I disagree with you. I don't think it's okay to, to, to look away from it because when you look away from it, the things that need protected get hurt. But this, but, but, but this, see that, and that, that's where I talk about human forgiveness, like, and where I, like, I have faith in humanity. I have, I, just because I have faith in humanity doesn't mean I'm going to fucking accept any of that bullshit. Like, yeah, ignorance is one thing. Ignorance is one thing. Yeah, I get that. but when you turn against but, it and try to but, call but, people but, like but, you crazy but, because of it, but, 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 that's but, bullshit. But, 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 and that's magic. <laughs> it is not the children's fault of these days for their ancestors. They should not be to blame for their ignorance because their ancestors did not teach them the right ways or the good way of the world. It is not their fault. Most children these days, like, don't do anything except play video games and do shit that has to do with computers, numbers, like, you know. Numbers have ensnared the mind of humans these days. Money, computers, cars, like, just mathematics. Science, the black magic. Yeah. Has taken over. There is a difference between magic and numbers. Magic comes from the soul. Numbers come from the mind which is influenced by history. And because of history, we are where we are now. But I firmly believe we can get past this. We can keep going. We don't need bombs and guns and knives and shields and swords. Everything on this earth was a gift. We don't need to try to move with Elon Musk to fucking Mox, whatever the fuck his name is, to Mars. Yeah. We're supposed to take care of right here. We didn't have to force anything. I don't even know why we tried to force agriculture. We tried to force the land to grow certain things so that we could stay in one place and shit in one place like we're supposed to move with the earth like I don't I don't understand why humans don't get it yet like that all these walls that we're building all these huge concrete buildings that we build they're all gonna fall they will fall as soon as the earth moves black magic makes the profit off of it though yeah well 
it ain't gonna last forever. Money's man, only after the last tree has been cut down, only after the last river has been poisoned, only after the last fish has been caught, then you will find that money cannot be eaten. And we've all heard that one. I know, you should have. I got it blasted on my back and I walk around naked all the time, so Oh God, God forbid. I'm losing my faith after hearing about that just now. He's no. <laughs> fucking around. You fucking bald headed tattooed piece of shit. Whatever, you look like a fucking boiled fucking butterball fucking baster motherfucker with fucking some heat rash. On your fucking face where your ass used to be. I was born. You're like my mama's hemorrhoids when I was born. That's what you look like and smell like. (laughs) Oh, you win. You win. All right. Uh, Break it up, fellas. Break it up. (laughs) I wish you could have met my mom, man. You think I fucking got a foul mouth. Holy shit. I wish I could have too, man. I just had so much shit going on, you know what I mean? I was just getting out and like... Well, she reaches out, man. She reaches out, you know. Hey, but like, I know she's there. So like, you know, if if and when, which will probably be a win, I ever go through there again, I'm going to hit her up. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I, I I just had a lot of shit going on, bro. And I didn't mean to like... I wish I could have met the high voodoo priestess, like, you know, like, I, I wish I could have, I just, it just wasn't the time, you know what I mean? You can't force something like that. Like No, uh, no, I, I agree. Uh, you know, after you explained it to earlier, you, you know, it's good that you brought it up again because it's good. I want other people to hear what you just said because that's important. Uh, but, um, yeah, in my own case, uh, I had to know that too. And, you know, these are just things that are common sense in the fields know, of this kind of shit. You thought that I was still there and just, like, being a flake. Yeah, I did. I didn't know you fucking left, dude. Dude, well, I told you I was gonna. I just, like, was just waiting for the right moment. Right. Because, uh, After you met my mom. I'm, <laughs> I'm dealing with this shit here in fucking Asheville, like... One of my best friends just, like, got out of a six-year relationship. And the dude treated her like shit. And she was scared to bring me here while he he was still here. Yeah. Because she knew. Because I already beat up one of her boyfriends. Because we've known each other since I was, like, 15. And she was, like, 16. Like, we're, we've been friends for a long time. Yeah. We've been through a lot of shit together. You know what I mean? Build a boat together, fucking been across the water together. Like, there's a lot there. You got a history. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. So like, she, she just like, she's like, well, where do you want to go? Like, because I can't bring you here right now. Because if you, I know if you see, I'm not gonna say his name, but like, if you see him, you're gonna fucking probably fight him. And uh, she was scared that. Because I have a history of, like, beating people up, like, unfortunately, like, but only rapists, and, but, like, 
Yeah. The fucked up thing is, is like after after I got here, I found out way more shit from everybody else. Cause like I'm, re- you you know how I am at meeting people. Yeah. Like, I meet people, and I'll talk to you, and like people talk to me, and like so I found out all kinds of shit that like she wasn't telling me. And so yeah, like I got, I'm a little mad, and she knows it. Not sad. So I'm in the basement now and says fucking up in the house because I don't know, man. She knows I want to hurt this dude and put his hands on him. Put his hands on it, bro. Like, that's unacceptable. There's a lot of people in around you that feel like you do, and some are listening right now too. As a matter of fact to this show right now. You know? And to those people, man, you know. Well, hey, yo, I just want to say to you guys, what's up? I'm, um, I'm just an old traveler. I'm like 36 years old, been on the road about half my life. Um, so y'all listening, thank y'all for listening and just like tune in. Check us out anytime. My boy here, man, he know he he's got like he's got a lot of shit in his head that like I think should be paid attention to. But you know, who am I? I'm nobody. I'm just Chan Shore. Um, this dude, I call him Pratum, Punk Rock Adam. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Death by Pratum. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, boy, so Thanks. Like he speaks truth. He's an asshole, and you should fucking deserve nothing less because, like, only assholes tell the truth because nobody really wants to hear the fucking truth. Thank you, man. It's so. just the lot that I've been assigned in my life. No shit, right, dude. Hey, you didn't know I called you Pratum, huh? No, I like it, though. It's cool. <laughs> it's cool as fuck. That's cool, yeah. man. Thanks, dude. Swamp Rock Adam, dude. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, you sound like Mickey Mouse getting a hug <laughs> by Donald Duck. Or the Pillsbury Doughboy getting poked after a good cookie baking. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I love you, Sin Eater. Thanks for joining us tonight. And, guys. Me and, uh, you know, do you guys want to hear a song? Hey, you guys want to hear a song? I'm not getting any call responses, so maybe no news is good news. Go for it. <laughs> All right. So this is, uh, this is called, All right. Uh, hang on, I gotta get it. I bought myself a hard case, that's why it's making so much noise. I'm just gotta pull it around. Yeah. I wrote this song when I was like 17 in Santa Cruz, California. They call it in Santa Cruz. If you ever go to Santa Cruz, if you're a traveler, talk about the Street Kid Anthem, they'll know exactly what you're talking about. This is called the Santa Cruz Street Kid Anthem. When I was 17. So I hope y'all like it. 
called the cops like five minutes ago. <laughs> no regard for the little kid's birthday party 30 feet away from him next door. Sin eater.
There's only one word for this. Sacrifice. And whether it be recognized in the present, or in some distant time, or never at all. This is the hero's duty. You are you are kind of a woman, man. You, you're kind of a woman, man. <laughs> well, I have to admit, my parents and I do look cute. <laughs> Your parents are cute AF. Holy crap, dude! I've never yeah. seen cuter parents in my whole life. I'm like, how do you score that shit? How's this I guy know. get so lucky? <laughs> <laughs> well, they uh, you know, wait. They still fly scroll away. Here, hold on one second. Across the country are moving fast. Say that last line again. They still bicycle 100 miles a week. <laughs> well, I guess uh, I'm glad you had your break. And uh, welcome back. Thank you for being with me always, dude. I, I didn't know this about you, but. You're a Sin Eater? I thought you knew Sin Eaters. I thought that's what you were saying. I didn't know you were a, a Sin Eater, dude. Yeah, um, we're not the traditional type of the Edinburgh, Wales area that everybody thinks of, but uh, we are capable of taking on, and for lack of a better term, digesting and utilizing those issues that other people would... Uh, have problems with the original sin eaters are you familiar with any of their original stuff over in the wales edinburgh area i mean just stuff i've just been studying up kind of on recently you know oh yeah i mean like originally it was like just basically a bad job you know it took no special talent it was just somebody that was disposable to the community and they would uh uh invite them over and the people knew what they were doing um they would basically say, you go ahead and we'll put a dinner on top of this uh, member of our family who is a real asshole in life, and you eat the dinner off the corpse, and you take on all the sins, and that way they don't have to go through purgatory. It was literally called pawning your soul. Yeah. And the last one died in 1908, I believe, and I think there's a recent uptick in people finding popularity in this, but you know, I just don't think it's really well understood. In my case, I am a entropy eater, for lack of a better term. They didn't really call it that back then, but we deal with uh, problematic things, and instead of us, you know, uh, taking on the sin forever and ever, we actually don't really consider it sins that we deal with, and we can just consider it problems. And if you want to, you can actually thrive on, you know, negative energy is negative energy, but it's still energy. So if you're not really affected by it, which a lot of people are like, how could you not be affected by it? And it's like, you know, there's a lot of choice in how people <laughs> are affected by things. Yeah. Understand that. 
Plus, I'm a confusing person to spirits and anything just due to the fact that I'm dual gendered and kind of a weird person and got a lot of problems. So, And plus, I was born dead and resuscitated and have been dead a couple of times. So at this point, I'm pretty much immune to a lot of the effects that most people would suffer from from this process. I mean, it's kind of interesting because a lot of the Sin Eaters uh, kind of had a little backup plan. They were treated really bad by the community, but if somebody else was going to be a Sin Eater, the Sin Eater would then ask that Sin Eater to eat his sins, and there are some family tribes in different cultures. And one example in the Aboriginal of Australia, where there's a Jungila Kandara family, which is Aboriginal for just full blood. And the full blood family would literally take on the uh, problems for the tribe in a manner similar to sin eating, but they had a clever trick, is that one, since they didn't really have this good evil construct, but they had a negative positive construct, um, this one family would be assigned to it, and those, that family would concentrate on stabilizing and getting rid of and eating all the problems of the tribe in ceremonial and various ways. But instead of having it all build up and they have to pay it off, the family would just keep eating it. They would eat from the eaters. And so that family was specifically designed to absorb everything. I mean, people are like, but over time, they'd absorb so much. What would happen? It's like, well, I don't know. Um, you know, eventually um, that tribal system has to fail and somebody gets stuck with all the burden. But for delaying some immediate problems, it's kind of an elegant solution. Is there a name for that person who ends up taking the absolution of the absolute burden? Well, in the uh, Aboriginal, it was a Jungiela Kandara, and there was no absolution for anybody that was a European type sin eater. But there are people who weren't uh, stupid and would find a way to actually live their impoverished life off these very meager amounts of money and food that came along, and others would promise to help them out and eat the sin off them if they could hook them up with all the sin-eating jobs. But, you know, I wouldn't count on that at the end of the day. <laughs> huh, Yeah. So, but nowadays, people think it's something they can just do. But there is a very interesting uh, psychological type of sin eater called a sin-eating empath. And you know the vampire people who just suck all your good intention and feeling out of and just leave you drained, right? Yeah. Well, sin-eater empath's kind of the opposite. There are somebody who, when they hang around you, you can actually, they take on all your negative stuff, but then, once again, to them, energy is energy. Oh, wow. And, yeah, and in fact, if, uh, a classic example of this is I do a version of that whenever we talk and you're having a hard time. Literally, I'm just sitting there letting you outflow, and I take most of it in, and then I can just utilize it. Huh. That's why usually I feel better after our talks are just getting out. It's not a theft or taking. It's something that people are giving out anyway. But you do it in a manner that... Uh, does not take away from the person. I mean, I may take away some stuff from you in those experiences, but really, at the end of the day, I'm taking the trauma. I see. I think that maybe this guy we had on the Sin Eater show, maybe he's a Sin Eater empath, it's possible, huh? 
Um, I find that most people who think they're scene eaters are actually low-skill scene-eating empaths. And I'm not like saying, oh, they're stupid or dumb. I'm just saying they really don't have a lot of nuance to what they do. Yeah. And I pride myself on precision. They're, I'm a surgeon. They're a chiropractor. Nothing personal. <laughs> I do understand this thing. Um, I like how you put it. Well, I guess uh, I want to thank you guys out there for joining me in C2 tonight. And thanks for talking briefly about that. Uh, and I've been wanting to do the Sin Eater episode. There's a lot of episodes I want to do, but I'm glad we were able to knock this one out, and I'm glad you're back. Oh, yeah, it's a fun thing to... You know, I do like the fact that it's getting a little more of a, I guess, cleaner reputation in these times if we can keep all the other people from just turning it into something <laughs> not as cool. I hear it. Yeah. Well, until next time, gang, I'm going to close this motherfucker out. C2... Let's go, uh, let's go to Jupiter. Um, okay. It's pretty heavy-duty crushing things there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, hold on. We'll be back in a minute. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's show with the Sin Eater. He's got a lot to say, and he feels pretty deep about things, and I respect him for it. He's uh, kind of what connected us. Kind of what connected us and brought us together. And I appreciate you joining us today. If you ever find yourself in Georgetown living there, if you're a fucking pretentious, stuck-up fucking dick, you'll probably do pretty well. Clicky fucking asshole motherfuckers. Thinking about Chainsaw there. <laughs> Hi, Chainsaw. And all the other dicks out there who thinks their fucking shit don't stink. This episode was dedicated to you and to the Sin Eater, the Protector. I guess back in the day, you know, the Sin Eater would fucking take the wafer and set it on the corpse. Today, Sin Eater goes after the sinners so that the other person doesn't have to endure it. It's really when you're affected by the fucking predator that you begin to really sin. You know? In a lot of cases. Almost few instances are really like that. PTSD is not defined by the mental health system. But you should have to fucking prove it. Nonetheless. This guy can. He can prove he was fucking... <laughs> definitely in some psych wards. Some 72 hour holds. Arrested for fucking beating up fucking pedophile motherfuckers. Women abusers. Motherfuckers that deserve it, dude. What the fuck? You know what I'm saying? I know you do. I appreciate your time. Join us next time on Adam Air MD. MDGDUCT. 
<laughs> I've been wanting to do this episode for a while. Thanks, Sin Eater. Be safe out there, wherever the fuck you're at. Alright, guys. You've been listening to Adam Air MD. GED. Underground Cartoon Therapy. Code blue.